Welcome to Art Talk with April. I'm April Harris. I'm the artist of Inked April located in Birmingham, Alabama. And this podcast is going to be about all things art. We'll talk about books, invite some artists to interviews, and much, much more. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Art Talk with April. Today, we have Evan Nicole. And I actually met Evan through Free Art Birmingham, which is a program that is going on in the Birmingham area, but also nationally. Isn't that right, Evan? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, How did you get started in being involved with that? So I actually um, came across it a couple of months after, um, I guess, the founder created it during the summer of 2018. So Mm -hmm. I came across it of like fall 2018 and just kind of fell in love with going on all the hunts and finding all the art because I feel like there wasn't a bunch of art stuff going on locally that I was and so in January of 2019 I just kind of shoot my shot and sent a message to them I was like hey I love what y'all do I would love to help out like I understand this is obviously not like a paid job thing I'd love to like quote-unquote intern just so I can get my hands into it and then it's basically just been a breeze ever since and uh, me and the founder actually have just been working together on several different projects and stuff since then that's awesome and I think also very brave to just like jump out there and be like hey can I help (laughs) oh my goodness yes because I am definitely I'm I'm more brave behind the screen when it comes to things (laughs) along those lines and because if I was to meet her on the street I'd be like hey and then just keep walking (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny I think I'm the same way So I would say that you're a photographer and sort of an art enthusiast, right? Um, Where are you located at? So I basically lived my entire life in Pelham, Alabama and like Alabaster, but I claim more of Pelham. And so I've just grown up in this area, you know, just been here, been around Hoover and Birmingham and stuff and just really just enjoyed the area for real. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. See, I, I'm I'm originally from Montgomery. And so for me, I've only been here about 10 years. And okay. in those 10 years, I feel like, especially like the art scene seems to be growing and more things are happening. How do you feel about that? I do feel that way just because I, I remember like going on field trips downtown and stuff like that. There yeah. was not that much, there wasn't much to do downtown. And then since like graduating in 2012, I was like getting more heavily into going downtown and doing things. Birmingham has severely progressed in like the last decade for sure. Yeah. See, I didn't really, you know, I've, I'm more familiar with uh, the Montgomery area and that kind of thing and grew up there. So um, it's one of those things when you're from an area, you kind of see the evolution of certain things. And I think it's really cool. Um, and I feel like, you know, the free art Birmingham really brings a lot to that too. And like gets people involved in doing something. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Did you 
go to school for art or anything like that? I did not. I was going to go to Montevallo for photography, but I had a bunch of elder wise people tell me like, hey, we did that. Try not to do that because you'll just waste your money. You're better off just kind of winging it yourself and doing it that way so that is so interesting that's kind of like the advice that I had given my younger brother at the time he you know was going into uh graphic design and that kind of thing I was like man I don't use anything that I really learned in as far as like software and stuff none of that even applies anymore it it changed so much since when I was in college which was like 2002 so that's crazy I mean it just to me it's like okay yeah I learned some design principles and you know color theory and things like that but I really could have learned that on my own probably (laughs) just like you know reading some books and things and of course now with the internet you can do just about anything you can learn just right. anything so that's really interesting that someone gave you that advice because I feel like I feel that myself you know like that's really kind of true um I know a lot of people like I have a graphic design degree and so photography is definitely one of those things that you could take on yourself and just you know, figure it out as you go, you know, I guess, are you doing like digital photography, that kind of thing? Yes. So uh, pretty much, yes, all digital. I have a couple of like film cameras and stuff that are like uh, my grandparents from like forever ago. I have so many antique old cameras that they've given me. I just haven't uh, hit the bullet to go pay that penny for all that film. So, you know, mess up because it's not been used in like 40 years or something so yeah I actually had a photography class in college a long time ago and um, of course it was definitely film and I had to learn how to develop film and do all of that and I just say like it, it was one of those things that was really cool and really interesting but at the same time I mean like how many photographers are developing their own film today right <laughs> They're in it. They're literally in a dark room. And they're, I mean, at this point, you just, you know, you have some kind of software like, uh, you know, Photoshop or something, and you can do really cool stuff and not even, not ever need to do any of that. So, do you like use any kind of software or anything with your photos? What's your, what's kind of your process there? I basically just use classic Lightroom. Um, I've tried dabbling with Photoshop and I just can't get the hang of it for some reason. So I've just kind of stuck with Lightroom. Tweaking with things definitely have progressed in the last year in the sense of figuring things out and using certain tools and different things along those lines. So it's definitely a process. Yeah. Yeah. Photoshop can be very overwhelming. I think any of the Adobe like the main software can be very overwhelming. You know, it's got so many things going on. Like I use it, but I don't use it like that. <laughs> I got I'm some friends that are so good at Photoshop. And yeah. I'm like, I really just need to ask them to sit down with me for a couple of hours one day and just kind of like show me the basics. <laughs> yeah. There's so many different kind. like, and each person that knows Photoshop, they probably have a completely different experience with it, honestly, because it's like it depends on what they're doing with it. 
because I'm, you know, I can do graphics and things like that in Photoshop, but as far as like editing images and, you know, doing effects and things like that, um, not so much. <laughs> so I could see using Lightroom. I think that's great that you have something like that that you're using. And do you do any kind of like commissions or photo shoots? What, how do you go about like doing your photography? So I bought my first camera back in November of 2020. That's kind of like a, this year has been crap kind of thing. So I'm going to treat myself. So (laughs) I went on Facebook market and found someone and got a decent camera and just kind of started winging it. There was a bunch of like like soul meetups and she basically just creates these events for people like photographers and models to come out to certain parts of Birmingham and just kind of do like a impromptu shoot like on the streets and stuff like that and so that was kind of like my first photo shoot there was a lot of critique I had on myself just because I didn't know basics of camera stuff or how to do this and that and so I had a couple of pictures come out good. So that actually made me feel a little better because I was starting to like get kind of, you know, leery. But then after that, I just kind of started asking uh, my sister and her friends to do photo shoots for me. And then just kind of did like a giveaway so I could get some more picture access. And then I had a couple of friends reach out to me to like do a couple of their own photo shoots. So Oh, interesting. It's basically, I'm just asking people to do photo shoots. There's a bunch of like local models and stuff like that that are really heavy into like doing creative shoots. So I have them kind of on the the save tab bar to contact whenever I need someone. Mm. But a lot of times a few friends and stuff will just reach out to me. That's fun. And it sounds like, um, I don't know, I've never heard of that before as far as like, photographers and models and people having like an impromptu photo shoot right (laughs) whenever um I finally found out about or heard about it I was like oh my gosh that's so cool yeah and um she does a bunch of little bitty things like that for all the locals so she's uh she's pretty cool um they like do you guys have do they come out with like some kind of theme in mind or So, yes. So usually she has like different themes, like, you know, 90s theme, streetwear, monochromatic, different things along like that. Yeah. And then basically you just show up. There's like a three hour time frame, something like that. And then you just show up with your camera and you just start taking pictures of people. And you just kind of after a while, people start wandering off to go to like different parts of that area and stuff like that so it's always pretty fun and then it's kind of a good way to meet more creatives and stuff without actually having to like search for someone like oh who can I like befriend kind of thing yeah oh that's so cool you'd make a lot of like contacts with people and then Mm -hmm. you would be able to I mean have you met anybody where you're you know, you can kind of see as a mentor or somebody who's, you know, giving you advice or anything like that? Sort of, kind of, but I'm still kind of shy. So that's why I kind of enjoy <laughs> being behind the lens because it's like, I don't, that's, it's kind of like, you know, when you would wear your mask in public for the first few times, you're like, I don't have to talk to anybody. 
or greet them or smile. I can just go about my day. That's kind of how I feel whenever I have the camera in front of me is I don't have to communicate as much. And then some people I click with automatically personality wise. And then some people I'm just like so shy around. So yeah, yeah, I would probably be the exact same way. It's so funny that you said that about the mask thing, because I'm like, man, I like wearing a mask sometimes. I don't feel like putting on makeup or talking to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I don't have to worry about any of that, you know, just pull my hair back and go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I especially enjoy it when it's been one of those days, but you got to go grocery shopping still. So you just like, you know what, we're just going to do this and we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So do you have like a, like a vision or a voice to your work yet? Do you have like kind of a, I don't know, like a style that you're kind of aiming for? So I haven't necessarily figured that completely out yet. Um, I'm just trying to still kind of find my voice in that area. I do like coming up with creative shoots that kind of tell a story like I have a bunch of creative shoot ideas I want to do with my sister once the weather gets warm and we can actually be outside and everything's starting to get green again I'll be able to do some of those creative shoots and possibly figure out more of what I want my voice to be like yeah but definitely if anybody asks me hey can you do this I'll be like sure you know (laughs) we don't have to you know be extreme I can totally just get you know yeah, that's awesome. Um, I've got a few friends that are really into photography. And I mean, there's just so many different directions you could go in. It really just depends on what you're into. And I feel like from the work you have on your account, it's kind of like you said, like telling a story and you're mostly um, doing portraits, right? Like people. Yes. Yeah. Is that kind of the direction you want to stay in, you think? Yeah, for the time being, just because um, I feel like I need to upgrade to another lens if I want to do any, like, landscape or outside photography. Yeah. I have gotten, um, sometimes whenever I go, like, I did a shoot for a friend at Botanical Gardens, and so it had rained that day, so I have gotten some decent pictures of, like, flowers with raindrops and stuff on them yeah critiquing myself still but (laughs) I wouldn't mind doing like uh, wildlife or landscape stuff like that it's just yeah right now I'm just sticking to uh I guess just portraits yeah 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 I mean the work that you have on there is really cool um and interesting so I think it's you know I think you've definitely got an eye for it so I think it's something that you should keep trying on, you know, you know, there was a time where artists were like, not want like being really secretive. And I've even still met people who are still very secretive about like their processes and things like that. Mm -hmm. If I come, if I come across somebody who's open to that and shares things, I'm like, yes, I want, I want to follow this person. I mean, it really means to me, it's like, okay, you're my, you're my kind of person. You're not being, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why, why some people do that. Um, I guess maybe just not wanting people to steal their ideas. (laughs) It's like, how good can your idea be? I mean, like, (laughs) um, 
But it's really interesting that you say that because that's one of those things that I've always felt very strongly about is sharing that kind of thing. Let's let's talk art. So what are you into as an art enthusiast? So back when art, uh, the Birmingham Art Museum would do the art on the rocks. I really enjoyed going to that just because of the art museum can be a bit uh, boring, per se, during the day, just because it's. (laughs) almost been the same exact thing since I can remember since like I went on field trips in elementary so usually whenever they have like their after hours events I like going to those just because everything's so lively again you get to meet like creative people run into friends Uh, yeah and then they usually have like a hands-on art thing to do but I don't know I've just always enjoyed trying to find different art-like events whether it be um, an art gallery opening or a street event or yeah. different vendors or some music venue that's also got artists and things like that I've just always enjoyed just always enjoy different art because then you kind of get to see that person's personality as well mm. without them having to necessarily talk to you yeah yeah do you lean towards any kind of genre or um subject matter when you're like oh this is really awesome just because basically it's whatever my eye catches and I'm just like that that kind of speaks to me yeah (laughs) that's awesome because I feel the same way I've actually like I was thinking about it um about this podcast I was like man people are gonna think I am just crazy because I (laughs) I'm I'm just like inviting anyone and everyone you know like all types you know students and beginners and you know like yourself you're an enthusiast you like you like art you know and then there's um people who are way over into the traditional side of things and then there are people who are way over into like these weird pop surrealism strange things yeah and um, so I feel like I, I've gotten, I think it reflects me and my interests more than anything, <laughs> who I want to talk to, you know, and um, just learn more about. So um, something that kind of helped really spark my art interest, even though that's just something I've enjoyed since being little, yeah. was um, I did go to Jeff State for a little while for interior decorating. Like oh. that just kinda, I just kind of just kind of left that because I was basically just stuck doing all basic classes. So I was like, I didn't come here to do math and English and all this other stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did have this art history class and my teacher had actually like traveled and things like that back in the 90s. So a lot of times in the art book that we had, he would just get off the art book and just show us different things and stuff he'd into so when we got to Egypt about pyramids and different things like that he actually pulled up his pictures from the 90s of like the different pyramids and the view of the pyramid from his room and then he um told us that inside I forget which monument it is but inside when you go in there's this door and if you go in that door it's basically like this huge auditorium style kind of thing so I guess that's where I guess world leaders go for secret meetings but then he'd give us also these little 
other tips and stuff like when he was in Italy and things like that and um walking around different cathedrals and things he's like yeah if you don't follow the main tour group and you go off to the side instead of following everybody else you'll actually be able to see this one uh masterpiece and he just had the greatest stories to tell and that's really the only reason why I continued to go to college was the fact of uh I took his class for two semesters so wow yeah and when you you first start out in college too it's kind of like all those basic courses and you don't get to the good stuff until later. Right. I totally understand that. Oh, I know. And the pictures are so cool to look at just because, you know, they're from the nineties. So everything was almost film. if not. Those yeah. Little yeah. Bitty cameras. Oh yeah. Like a disposable. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I guess what you're saying is that this teacher, this professor sort of kind of lit a fire in you as far as being interested in art and that kind of thing. I mean, like, yes, because I would say about after that time is when I started really trying to find things around town. Yeah, that were like art related. You're, you're being someone who really enjoys art and really loves art. Um and is interested in all different kinds and you've worked with artists in you know different local things what I would be interested in knowing is like kind of getting into the mind of the person kind of on the other side of the social media or the other side of the booth what makes you purchase something like that so usually with situations like that, um, I'm really into just space itself. And so stars, constellations, planets, especially the moon, like I'm obsessed with. So if you came to my house, I basically have a couple of like art gallery walls. and <laughs> Most of them are like space related or have the moon of some sort. Like I have this. One local photographer, she has a picture of Vulcan and at the tip of his little spear is a full moon. And then um, when we had the eclipse, I bought two prints from a local artist of, that he had taken over Birmingham. So I like things like that. And then um, the woods really speak to me just in the sense that where I grew up, Buck Creek kind of ran through our neighborhood uh, in Alabaster. So, um, I would basically stay down there all the time. And then my grandparents, one of my siblings, he actually did this old painting of it's kind of like a tree sitting in water. And it's just all kinds of different colors. And it's probably my favorite piece of artwork. And I like got it framed and everything. So it's basically nature and space that speak to me the most. And then I'm obsessed with Halloween. So, of course, if I see something Halloween or Tim Burton or Coraline or anything like that related, I automatically go for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm the same way. I think that, um, you know, that's really interesting because you're like, it's really sort of something that has to speak to you personally that you really enjoy and then that's the thing that you're into so you're not necessarily purchasing art that's 
you know, maybe has a certain aesthetic or look to it, but something that has meaning to you as um, like personally, you know, do you prefer like local art? I do prefer local art just because in the sense I feel like I'm helping someone else out by purchasing whether it be original or print um there is there's this one local artist that i've probably been following not local i'm so sorry there's this one artist i found through instagram somehow like back in 2014 if not 2013 and i like fell in love with her stuff because a lot of it is is like a planetary and a wolf has been my favorite animal since uh since fifth grade and so she has this one like painting where it's like a girl but her face is also like a wolf howling at the moon and I actually that was probably my biggest purchase I've ever made for an original artwork and it's on one of those I think it's like a 36 by 24 canvas or something and when it finally got here I almost cried because it was so beautiful (laughs) and I've not seen like because I have the print of it but to actually have the physical piece of artwork that someone I've been following for a long time. And then we've kind of befriended each other in the sense that she's put me on her close stories and she's got a bunch of people. So on her close stories, I get to see things like famous rappers hitting her up for her to come see them again, kind of thing. When Matt Miller passed away, uh, kind of like, felt more connected to her in the sense that she physically has seen this person and was around them and that was an uh artist death that kind of there's only been a few celebrity deaths that have like bothered me and his was one that kind of really bothered me just because he was like a year older than me and mm. he was like a really talented musician and yeah uh, so you felt like you were um like after so you bought an original from her and it was pretty large and you had the print before that I did so she had like uh painted it uh I don't know probably like 2013 yeah and she had been making prints forever and I actually had bought the print back when it was like the small one was worth like three dollars now it's like ten dollars for the small one so it's like kind of cool to see an artist grow in the sense of them raising their prices and stuff like that because you know that they're doing decent at that point in time yeah and so and then finally in 2018 i bought her artwork so that's awesome i feel like that's a really interesting perspective for um people that might be listening to the podcast other artists and that kind of thing and it sounds like you know you've not only made a really strong connection with her artwork that has personal meaning to you as far as you know really loving wolves and you bought the print but then you upgraded (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then you're like oh she's you know, her prices are going up, so it's becoming more valuable to you. And um, but you're also connected with her in a more personal way 
And that, I think, has given you more connection, even, you know, with her as an artist, but also probably makes that, I would imagine, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but might make that painting that you purchase even more meaningful to you. Oh, yes, most definitely. Yeah. Um, do you um, do you follow anyone on Patreon? I do not. That is something I have not dabbled into. Yeah. Just because I, there's so many people I would want to. <laughs> I would almost go broke so (laughs) well I've actually um you know I had started a Patreon and I you know it didn't go anywhere I couldn't keep up with you know um continuously posting something like that in all the different places and you know having a full-time job myself but um what I tend to do is like I'll support an artist for a little while mm-hmm. um and then if I get interested in somebody else then I'll move the money over there and I kind of like you know <laughs> I'll be supporting many people with you know just it, it's really you know some people they only want a dollar like a dollar a month and then some people are like five dollars is their minimum or if I'm really interested in learning from that artist they're creating something specifically interesting to me as an artist then I might give a little more because I want to see like their process and you know their how-to videos and things like that which are usually like higher up in the tiers (laughs) these are my secrets you know (laughs) um that's interesting you should totally check that out because it doesn't take that much do more than um maybe five dollars a month or something like that but her name is danica seals you know that well she does like ink and watercolors like me um or like I used to do and she would send out a postcard every month of an artwork oh wow I have like 20 of her paintings because <laughs> I've been you know um I guess doing that that five dollar uh mm-hmm. support every month so it's pretty cool like as someone who's really interested in art it's kind of cool to get a freebie from well it's not really free but you know yeah yeah and get that surprise super oh yeah yeah I will say I did something uh familiar there was um uh sometimes I'll try to find art giveaways and things like that on Instagram and usually that's how I find outside artists and things along those lines because usually it's never anybody local it's like somewhere else in the U.S. But there was this one girl and she's uh, it's basically her just using like colored pencils and other blending things like that and creating still life photos. So like every day she just draws something. So, so I sent her five dollars and she sent four artworks and two of them are originals and the other two are prints. So I was like, what? that's so cool because I was only expecting one. So I was like, I mean, they're tiny. They're like four by sixes I think one's three by three but I mean to get original stuff from people I'm always like oh this is so cool 
Because <laughs> I feel like that's, that's another thing is uh, I'm an OCD hoarder kind of thing. So everything is where it needs to be, but I just probably have more things than I should have or whatever. <laughs> and so it's like, I feel like if I ever became a true artist, I would never give away my originals because I'd be like, no, I want these. <laughs> Every time I see an artist give away an original, I'm like, wow, that's more power to you because I would just want to hold on to that. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that's a good point. But are, so, like, are you, um, I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> Make a mark in my brain. Okay, I got to come back to that. Um, so, are you following like a hashtag that's like artist give art giveaways or something like that to find these things? So basically, once in a blue moon, I'll just get bored because I really only have Instagram and Facebook. So I just get bored. And so I'll go on to Instagram and I'll just type in art giveaway or artwork or whatever, something like that. And then mm-hmm. just go to the hashtag. And there's always like a million hashtags. And then I just click the recent and just kind of like scroll through and look at it. I don't ever try to do the art giveaways that have people that are like, have almost 2,000 comments because I'm like there's no way I'm going to even to win this so I always try to like look for the smaller businesses where it's not as many comments it's only a couple hundred as opposed to the thousand but well that is so man I've never even heard of that before I didn't even know that artists were doing that Mm -hmm. it's basically kind of what I've noticed is a bunch of them just do it to try to get uh, people on to their thing yeah so a lot of them will also put in the comments because some people will do what I do but once they the giveaway's over with you know they like unfollow them and stuff like that um, so a lot of the artists are like hey if you unfollow us you get blocked which I mean they have that unfollow Instagram app so you can see who unfollows you oh so. I didn't even know that that existed Mm-hmm. you're teaching me all kinds of things right now <laughs> um so like the whole like how many or- originals have you gotten like that oh goodness to be honest a lot because i've been at least looking up those hashtags since like 2018 2019 yeah and I'll do it at least like a couple of times a year just to like shoot my shot. So it's like every few months I'll look one up and spend like a couple of days trying to win something and then just give up for the next couple of months. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. I want to go out and find art now. <laughs> it feels like almost like free art Birmingham, but right. But on social just, media <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy cow oh my gosh I need to I need to do that that's awesome and that's also how I found a bunch of artists that uh, that I've just basically just fallen in love with is because I've come across you know their like art giveaway that they did yeah. and then because uh after a couple of months if I don't necessarily like their stuff I will unfollow it mm. it's not like I get on there and then oh I didn't win this giveaway so now I'm just gonna unfollow you you know I'll follow them for a while until it's just you know not my cup of tea or something and then yeah 
So you're kind of managing your who you're following and keeping up with kind of thing on Instagram? Uh, I do, but I think that also falls under the whole being OCD-ish kind of yeah. thing. So, <laughs> but like they have that the little app that you can just download and it shows you like who unfollowed you and different um, things like that. So, and that's how I also find like spam accounts and get them to unfollow me because in 2016, my Instagram got hacked by like, I think someone in Russia, because when I finally got back into my Instagram, there's like 300 oh Russian people following me. And I had to put through each one and block them in case like they were able to somehow. So I'm like super paranoid when it comes to that. So I'm always checking oh spam. I think one day I deleted like 300 people off of, uh, from following me or whatever. Yeah. On Instagram, just because I was like, this is all spam stuff. So. Yeah. Like I've gotten a whole lot of spam lately as far as like people wanting me to like DM them and oh, those send message them art. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we'll post your art for so much money or whatever mm-hmm. on, our, on our account that has, you know, so many thousands of followers or whatever. And I'm like, man, I mean, it has gotten really bad. And I feel oh, like I can understand. Yeah. I feel like it's, maybe associated with certain hashtags that I'm using I think so yeah it's because I know um so with my photography account I don't get a lot of those but I do get a lot of hey would you like to do model or like have your photography thing and then the free art account will get those spam ones where it's like hey we'll post your art and then I'm always mentally like this isn't even our art (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get, I mean, like, I'll be posting like a, like a quote or something like a meme and they'll be like, you know, and so it's got to be associated with the hashtag. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to go through it. Can you on the app? What is the name of the app that you're talking about where you can like see people and follow? Um, basically, I just put into the uh, app store. Um unfollow instagram and then just kind of went with the first one that popped up okay because i'm wondering does it show anything associated with the hashtags that you're using you know i've never fully looked into it because they have a bunch of different like um options that you can do so i would have to look more into it yeah that's a good good idea though yeah having that option I mean, I don't know when it was, but it felt like Instagram got so spammy all of a sudden. Yes. I feel like that happened when they started doing all of those um, ads and stuff in between your stories. Yes. I remember that used to not be there. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I, I do social media for my day job and I should know more about this, but, um, I feel like you know, I should be keeping up more with like this, with the changes in social media and what's happening because, I mean, it is obvious that something like they changed something in the way that they are operating and their algorithms and what they're allowing to come through. But I mean, I think maybe they're trying to build up the shopping part of Instagram. I think so too, because I feel like in the last year, or at least since COVID, 
you know, now you got the little shopping button at the bottom of your screen on Instagram and stuff like that. Or yeah. And then especially Facebook heavily pushing all these ads and things along those lines. (laughs) Oh, every time if I'm just bored enough, I'll sit there and every ad I get, I'll like lock it. And I always, always mark it as like, um, sexual activity or something like that so maybe facebook will never show it to me again i think instagram on one of their options it's like it's offensive to me so sometimes i'll just press that because i'm like i dare them to show this again (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that's so funny i mean like i've had i've had issues where you know you're getting some kind of weird um spam or whatever from somebody that is actually like okay i don't i don't want to see that (laughs) yeah so i do report those people or if i see like and and you know for a little while i kind of felt bad about it's like man you know this might be their thing or whatever but i'm like i don't want to see these things on my account so that's interesting that you do that that's so funny but um have you actually bought any art through the Instagram shop or anything? Um, I have not. I the only there's been a couple of artists and stuff I've found that I've liked and I've bought their things, but I've always just clicked their website link that's on their Instagram page. I've never actually used the shop button on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sketch to use the shop button on Instagram to be real. So <laughs> But I also feel that same way about Facebook pages. I'm like, that's that's a lot of information to put on something that's Facebook. Like your card and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to admit that I've done those things. But it, at the same time, um, like I bought my husband something um, from Instagram just to see what would happen. Like I have a shop up on my Instagram. and. Um, I bought something and it seemed to take a really long time for it to come. Um, but it was during the pandemic. So it was hard to, to right. say, you know, like how, how much that was actually affected by it being Instagram. But then I've also had people buy things from me on Instagram and I use a Squarespace um, website and that's how mm-hmm. I was connecting everything together um, through their HTML and their templates and stuff like that. And yeah. so when the person purchased the, they bought a t-shirt um, with my art on it, but that, you know, was being printed by like a, a printer, like a, you know, large format printer where you can get your art printed on anything. And yeah. so it was a weird experience because it didn't go through all the way. And I actually knew the person. So from high school, so they contacted me. I was like, Hey, I just bought a shirt. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, I don't see it anywhere. (laughs) Like It didn't come through. And so I'm sure that there's probably other people out there who are trying to sell things on Instagram and they may not have it connected correctly. And it kind of is a little, I don't know, um, difficult to get set up. And, you know, if you're trying to sell something through your website and Facebook and Instagram and connect it all together, 
things can get lost, you know? So I could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I've got stuff up, but now I'm kind of wary of, you know, okay. Are people trying to purchase something from me? And I don't know. (laughs) Right. And they're also not reaching out to let me know. Hey, it's been a couple of weeks and I've not heard anything or gotten an email update. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, uh, so, I mean, I was being kind of brave buying my husband a gift off of Instagram. <laughs> it, it didn't cost that much. So, I guess I was like, eh, let's see what happens. <laughs> right. But um, that's interesting that uh, I'm just very frustrated with social media altogether sometimes. But um, I think that is so cool that you're getting original artwork from artists like that. That is crazy. I've got to check that out. And then I imagine those artists are getting a lot of connections with followers and things like that. And Oh, yeah. Um, and then if I ever win anything, I always try to uh, post about it because it's like yeah. it's always saddening whenever uh, someone wins something of yours or they're supporting you somehow, but they don't like repost it. So you can kind of like repost it and kind of get the the word out. So I always try yeah. to you know make a post about it talk about them so then at least maybe someone else that's following me they're like hey I like their stuff yeah yeah I'm definitely one of those if I can't support you financially then I'm probably going to support you with trying to expose you as much as possible yeah 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 I'm the I'm the exact same way I really um try to share as much as I possibly can I feel like when I was doing, um, when I ha- when I first did Free Art Birmingham, I was like, post, 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 post. And then you were like, no, 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 don't post anything. <laughs> I'm like so trigger happy with like sharing people's stuff that you're doing. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I messed it up. I messed up the surprise <laughs> uh, or the secret the hint or whatever that you're giving me oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. around town. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, well, if I'm doing this right. <laughs> but um, I think that's really cool that you're involved in that kind of stuff. And it's been really interesting talking to you, Evan, because I think you come from a couple of really interesting perspectives in that, you know, you're really interested in art and you're buying art and you're um, involved in, you know, um, collecting art and that kind of thing. And, you know, there are artists that are going to be listening to this and it would be really interesting for them to learn about this stuff too and um, kind of see it from your point of view, you know. Right. So thank you All so right. much for doing this podcast with me. Oh, thank you for having me. I love being able to help out in any way. Thank you for listening to Art Talk with April. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe.